0: You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. Um, this is Cyber Time Bite, episode 52, with your boy Steve. And. I want to say thank you to everyone who has joined me for the one year anniversary that happened to like two weeks ago when this uploads and, um, in the 50th episode that, that, that aired the week right after, which is also like my big hurrah to the one year, um, which, which after you, your you get done hearing this and if you haven't heard it yet, by the time this is uploaded, it's it's already going to be uploaded. And if you haven't heard it yet, please go check it out because it, it was amazing, and and it's and it's pretty awesome and stuff. Um, but today, an episode fifty-two. Um, I have a guest on today who I've been following. Well, I mean it's been an on-off following because um, um, because it started like way, 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 way back when I was like little, like middle school. And an on and off in high school, and then just on and off for my the rest of my life. And I just recently caught up with him, and it is really, really awesome that I was able to still keep in touch with him and still remember who he was and remember how great of a guitar hero player he was. But today, once again for episode fifty-two, I am I have Hell Ashes the on my on my podcast. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on here.
0: Hey no, it's no problem. So I get I, I always wondered I guess I always kinda wondered. Um where did where did uh no wait wait. Bigger one, even better. What tour group were you in on the Guitario Because everyone remembers you from the Guitario community, I remember you from it, I was in it. I was in the tour group as two, but before I say mine I wanna know which one you were in.
1: <laughs> which tour group I was in? Yeah um I'm sure, I'm not sure what are you, what are you talking about for tour groups member
0: member um member on the website they made um like a like people made like tour groups and basically it was just like members just collectively in a group together where they just grouped together and it was for like I think like <coughs> for like personal chats and tournaments and other things, I, I've, I've totally, I, I kind of forget the whole point of it, but I remember it was just a bunch of, it's like, a thing where members can join in, and it was just, like, a membership thing where, like, people can, the members could collab into, like, tour groups, and the two big ones that people were, like, clamoring over to be part of was either Damage Inc. or Mechanical Mayhem. And I was in Mechanical Mayhem, and I did, and I was in Damaging for like a little while, but then went back to Mechanical Mayhem. So I was wondering if you were in um, one of those or any of those.
1: I don't, I never actually took part in those uh, tour groups. I think mostly because I didn't spend much time on the Guitar Hero community website. I was more like score hero for the most part. Yeah. So like I, I didn't branch out to other communities as much as I should have back in the day.
0: No, it's fine, but, but even though you weren't like, you know, involved in that, you're you're definitely involved on the forms. I think everyone remembers that. Like you were like like, you know, for scores and and Yeah, yeah. And other stuff and as you will, you know, it was stuff like that. Um I I also wanna put on the record, um I was watching one of your videos the other day, and and some and somehow down the road you somehow says spaghetti. In the past and it made it into a song that someone made for you of you and, and so if yes you, so if you ever say spaghetti this is your rec- this is your record to keep this is your like spaghetti record right here this is where you set it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean that was my one friend He was really good with all- made a sort of like meme, a meme song that someone charted Another of my friends charted for clone hero just as sort of like a surprise for me, and I thought it was hilarious. And I really don't remember where I said the word spaghetti, but apparently I did, and that just kind of threw me off when I was playing it. I mean, they they did all the other fun fun memey stuff because you know Clone Hero was all about that. But yeah, for some reason the word spaghetti just kind of th- took me by surprise.
0: Well, you're why well, you, well you already said it twice already here. So when so whenever you yeah, I'm,
1: I'm just adding more sound bites for spaghetti. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure when I upload when I when it comes to the week that I upload this and you share it and just tell it, if you tell all your friends and show it to all your friends, they're probably gonna listen to it. And cut p- pieces of our conversation out and meme it in clone hero. <laughs> yeah, may as well. <laughs> and hey, i might actually being clone hero for once. <laughs> That'll yay, be interesting. Yay me. <laughs> um, so. What so? What is your take on Guitar Hero Three PC dying for Clone Hero? Do you think Guitar Hero Three PC has its place still, or do you think it should just go like it should just die in its little corner, and Clone Hero should just take over the world?
1: Well, I guess it depends because it's very subjective for people what they prefer to play. Like you see, Phase Shift is a game that's been growing a little bit because of the features it has, and it was on Steam. Clone Hero is very streamer oriented and Guitar Hero PC does have its place as well. Like they all I I don't think any of them should die because they all have their place. And what's nice about these games is that, you know, they're fan created, they're made for fans, made by fans. And I like I'm trying to see here. Um I don't I don't think it does any good having any of them being killed off because you know, these are just fan projects. They're doing them for fun. They're it's, People are enjoying them. And um just because one game might be seeing more commercial success, like Clone Hero is on Twitch, and with Phase Shift on uh, Steam, again, Atari PC has its place, and it really shouldn't go away. It, it, it's just not good for the rhythm game community in, in general just to see any game have to go away like that if people are still playing it.
0: That... I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna throw in on our philosophy here to go on top of your philosophy, but that's what I was saying about WCW back in 2001. But that never happened because Vince McMahon had to kill it. But that's another time. Um, I I had I had the front end because that's my exact thoughts about stuff. You know what, that. Um. But like. But like um yeah nothing. In the Guitar Hero community, should die. I feel. I feel like there should always be healthy competition, um, and Guitar Hero 3 PC was the starting. We can possibly say that Guitar Hero 3 PC and whatever other game that was in the Guitar Hero series that came out for the computer um, could be a launchpad for what made Clone Hero, because Clone Hero, you know, is basically. Um, Guitario PC of any kind and you're just throwing your own stuff in there. It's it's a it's the one that honestly one of the best things ever. Yeah, I'm I'm
1: not sure if it was a direct inspiration for it. It very well could be. Um But yeah, Guitario Piece three PC's been around forever, and Frets and Fire is another one that's been around forever. And they've been really vital. I mean, it kinda helped keep the community alive
0: Alive for so long guitar here
1: live and rock band Four, like those games really didn't take off like people wanted but these pc games the pc uh fan games have really kind of kept the core community alive and the charting community alive and now streamers as well on twitch like it's it's been very nice to see the turnaround that the rhythm community has seen
0: i um you'll probably agree with me with this but um or maybe you want—I don't know. I'll, let me just tell me what you think. But um, you know, you know, Guitar Flash, right? It was just like the the like the Clone Hero before the Clone Hero sort of thing.
1: I may have. Let me see. It's a you, it, like. What's that? Can you just like uh, refresh my memory? And I know I've heard.
0: Get, um, Guitar Flash was a website that um. It's still around like you can still go to and play with it today but i i i doubt hardly people play it anymore because clone hero now but um you go on there and whoever owns the website or whatever they're doing over there they it's basically like guitar hero on the internet and there's like a whole like there's like a whole list of bands and artists and they up and they uploaded songs on there by difficulty and all that and what you gotta do to play with your guitar is get like this program called X which I have. And you sync your you you know, you program all the buttons and all that stuff in the program, and then you minimize the program. So and so when you're on guitar flash, the computer recognizes the guitar in the game to be like, Oh, when you hit green, you're hitting green, when you're hitting red, you're hitting red, when you know you know how that goes. And Okay. And um there's, there's all the songs that are on there already, but then there's like a whole secret list that I don't know how to get to. I favorited it in my favorites, but, but it's hard to find, like a, it's hard to find, but there's a secret list of songs too.
1: Yeah, I remember this game. Um, there's another game similar to it um, that was on New Grands called Flash Hero, which was sort of just Guitar Hero built from the ground up someone in, in, you know, in Adobe. And that's a game that was pretty popular for a while. On PC, long before the you know Guitar Hero three PCs of the world,
0: but um the the point I was making though with that though is that do you think that <clears throat> do you think that people should um or people or somebody or a group of people should take all the songs that are in Guitar Flash from what's already in there from what you can get access to from just going to the website and the whole secret list of secret songs that you can only get to by fucking real hard to find it and rechart them or try to get the file the chart files and just make like a thing for clone hero where you could just put all these songs in there and you can never go you can never go to that website um you don't have to go to that website anymore because it's all in clone hero for you now
1: i mean it is more convenient to have everything in one place Mm -hmm. it i mean in terms of converting the files it just depends on how the charts are in the game because the way clone hero works is that you have your, the note files are either an, as a MIDI file or as a dot chart file. Yeah. Separate from the music. And, and I'm not sure how the file, cause that game I'm assuming was made in flash, right? So I'm guessing it's since it's a flash game, it's all like built in. So if people here, they'd have to you know like conversion method, but I mean, judging by, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen the game before. Um, it's old Adobe Flash. I'm sure the engine like for the game is not quite on par with something like Phase Shift or Clone Hero. So it probably would be better, not just for convenience sake, but just having a better engine to play the game in, along with being able to use an actual Guitar Hero controller rather than your keyboard or anything along those lines.
0: Do you... But, like... But... but okay, how do I explain so like, but the thing is though, is that whoever runs the website or whoever's doing it, don't don't they it it don't they have like the note file and the music file and all that that you just explained in their system, or else they wouldn't be in there.
1: They might. I mean, I'm not a flash creator myself, so I'm not entirely sure how how the game works, but
0: because because can they just can they just transfer the files that they're using in Cl- Guitar Flash? And just put them in Clone Hero because they're already charted. The songs are already charted, it's ca- so it can't it's the possible. charts? Yeah, can't the charts just be put into the program and then it would just be in Clone Hero like that?
1: I mean, it's possible if they have them separated like that, where you can just drag and drop. Totally, that would be possible. It just depends on how he has them. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't use Flash, so I'm not sure how it works, but. Um, it just depends if they actually have the individual note files and everything that they can just drag and drop in the clone hero, because that's, what's nice about clone heroes that you can just pop a chart in and boom, now it's in your life. Yeah. That,
0: that's the, that's the best part about it. Cause the thing about me is that I don't know how to chart for crap. And it's, it's,
1: it takes a while. It's, it's, it's a, it's a process.
0: Yeah. I, I tried, I tried watching a tutorial on YouTube. Like I really tried and i didn't get all the programming you need for all of it but i was looking at tutorials just to see how people do it and it's just like go to this bar add a note uh add a, go, add a measure add this note and then it was just like a slow note by note inch by inch process that i know i do not have the patience or time for it it's
1: it takes a while i mean i've been charting for i'm on a i think i've been charting for 13 years now it started in 2006 and it takes a lot of practice. You got to have the ear for it. You got to have the the musical ear for it, you know, being able to pick out notes, knowing how to transfer all the music into five buttons. Um, it's not something you can learn overnight. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something a lot of people can learn. If they have the ear for music, they can definitely learn how to chart.
0: Um, what's the latest chart that you charted?
1: Let's see, what's the last thing that I charted? I charted something for I charted something for the March clone I think it was the the CSC monthly pack. What was it? I'm trying to remember because it was a couple months ago. I haven't charted in a few months.
0: Because But
1: uh... you get Custom Song Central, they're the like the main people for Clone Hero. It's a whole big Discord group of of clone hero charters. Yeah. You do monthly set list okay oh, i you... think the. will sorry go ahead
0: no can you send me a link to this discord because i would love to meet all you guys
1: it's actually a private discord it's just a bunch of our charters and that's where we plan things unfortunately oh yeah it's a private discord
0: no, no, they, no, no. all
1: the charters like to keep to themselves for planning uh packs you know bouncing uh, ideas off each other and
0: so, basically, it's like Hall where Knows where they basically say, Hey, leave me alone. I'm a family man. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> I have that song, Clone Hero, by the way. I like that song.
1: <laughs> oh, now I remember. So, the last thing I charted was Haken's song on Nil of Man," Because it was an instrumental pack, and that's an instrumental song.
0: That's really cool. I'm... I, um... I probably have a lot of the things that you charted in my Clone Hero game, but I um, but I didn't realize. Because, you know, obviously it says who charts it in the description of the song. And, um, A question I have, though, is that, like, do you know how, how you can put, like, whole set lists from, like, Guitar Hero World Tour and all the Guitar Hero games in there? Are those charts just... Like ripped from the game files and just dragged and dropped into Clone Hero?
1: Yes, those ones have been because those are actually MIDI files that you can just rip from the game and you can just put them into Clone Hero and they I
0: didn't know it was that easy.
1: Yeah, it's really that simple. Is there. If, if you like crack into the game, you can go through the files and you can find all the note charts. You can find all the individual guitar track, bass track, band track, all that.
0: How did you, um, how do you get the DLC though? I mean, how did, how does people get all the charts for the DLC? Is it just in the file too? Because it's, because, you know, it's DLC for the game. So they just automatically put the files in the files.
1: I'm assuming it's somebody who had all the DLC on their system. I'm not sure about that. I know a lot of people who have the game for P I don't know if we, you know, they released uh guitar hero three on PC for real. Did they? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, they really, yeah, they released. Let me remember. No, I'm trying to think because I'm because I, I own every single Guitar Hero game. And I'm not even kidding, and I and I should know this. So, from what I know, they released Guitar Hero Three, Guitar Hero World Tour, and I think.
1: Yes, they did.
0: I think they released every single Guitar Hero game up to World Tour on PC, and they stopped.
1: Yes. So. The fact that they released it on PC made it a lot easier for people to go into the files and pull out them the the charts. And you can just drop them right in Clone Hero and then bam, you can play them in clone. Are the uh
0: are, are the band files in Clone Hero too, even though you can't do band mode?
1: That I'm not sure of because that is in future development. They wanna do more than just guitar and bass.
0: Because because I would love if they had drums in the clone hero, dude.
1: <laughs> that's one that's one thing phase shift does have is they had to have full band support
0: that that's really cool um do you, one one thing i also want to ask the real quickly that on a side note um on top of this guitar talk um where do your username come from hell ashes like was that like a thing where you were like where you're like um i just need a username and so i'm just gonna put this and this together like what i did back in the day yeah, so
1: I, I made my username uh, when I was 12, 11 or 12 years old, and just being edgy, playing StarCraft. And I went to do Ashes of Hell, but you couldn't use two underscores yeah. as a StarCraft username, so I'm like, let's just make it Hell's Ashes instead. And I forgot the apostrophe S, because I was 11 or 12 years old and not very smart. Yeah, And the name just kind of stuck because it became my email address. I was using it in IRC. I was using it in other forums, and it just so happened when I was using it on the Guitar Hero forum that I got popular through Guitar Hero, and the name just stuck. I couldn't, like, get rid of it at that point.
0: Yeah, I have a story. No, I have, like, a story just, like, almost like that with my username. So, when I made Luigi Steel, I was in, jun- I was in junior high, so this was, like, 2007, 2008, and, and I got Guitar Hero 3 for the Wii. Yes, the Wii. You know the probably the crappiest of the of the three. They can get Guitar on, but I um I got Guitar for the Wii. I got the first one I got obviously was the third one, the one everyone praises about. Which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know debate them about. It was a really good game. It's not my favorite game, but it was a really good game. And um online on the Wii, you need to make a username. Before you can go online and play with other people, and so it's like, hey, you make a username. What's it gonna be? And so, I was like, hmm, I like Luigi, and Axel Steel is my favorite character. <coughs> put them together, and so and so I was just like, you know, I just put the two names together, and and then that's how I made Luigi Steel, and I and ever since then, I was just like, ever since I made up that name, I couldn't go to like using my. YouTube name else like nine nine one over the place, so I just started using Luigi steel on everything I do. I didn't get pockets. Yeah,
1: it's it's it? not too uncommon to see people make usernames like that, where they just put two two words, two random words together like that. Like I under, I can see where yours came. From. Like I know people who put like wolf. Well, I've seen. I have a friend whose username is Wolf Samurai or Ganon Metroid, like stuff like that, where they just put two words together.
0: I'm surprised I didn't run with Green Alert. That was my band that's my band name in the game. Like when they tell you to make a band name, I always go with Green Alert because that's why I always wanted to name my real band if I wasn't a real band. And I just stuck with that name for all the games where they ever told you to make a band name and I'm surprised I didn't just call myself like Green Alert ninety three or something. <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess I guess uh Luigi Steel just was a better sticking name um so like um you're in the sonic too i'm guessing because you know tails and sonic and as you will all over the place what got you in the sonic and what's your favorite sonic game
1: well right now my favorite sonic game of all time sonic Mania, because it's just that good but i've been a big fan of the sonic stuff for years because sonic's one of the first games i ever played i was a genesis kid yeah had a super nintendo too but i like genesis more um but i was always really into the sonic games and it really didn't sort of pique my interest in the sonic community stuff until the adventure games came out where they kind of fleshed the characters out with voice acting and not great voice acting but it was there and the personalities and all that and i was always just i don't know what it was i just kind of clicked with some of the characters i kind of identified with some of the characters and i always was really enjoyed the community. And I was involved in a bunch of Sonic community forums, um, a bunch of you know Tales forums, and you kind of you meet you get to meet a lot of interesting people in the, um, when you're in those Sonic kind of communities. But when I went to other communities, I had my avatar that I created. because I used to do sprite art. Yeah. I used to have the I used to have this sprite art avatar. I'm, you probably remember it from the old days was but, it the um, was
0: it the the tails the the anime tails with the with the red and yellow on it and the jacket
1: yeah not the one i have now the one i have now i actually had a, had somebody who i have one of my friends had an artist draw it for me which is really cool but like the one before that was a sprite art of tails that i did like my quote unquote fursona, which not really my persona i don't i'm not into that stuff but yeah um so i'd use that avatar on other forums that weren't Sonic-related. And by that contrast, I became the Sonic guy. So, like, I kind of wore that on my sleeve as the Sonic guy. Like, oh, yeah, I'm into all the Sonic stuff. I know all the games. I know all the shows. And even when I go to conventions now, I kind of seek out Sonic merchandise because it's actually not that common at uh, gaming conventions. Like, surprisingly, despite having such hardcore fan bases, it's really hard to find Sonic merchandise
0: mm-hmm.
1: at convention so it's kind of like a thing of mine as well and yeah so
0: so what's uh? Yeah, I'm
1: just super into
0: yeah so what do you get pointed out more for Sonic or Guitar Hero like which one did people go like hey I remember you from this or and you know all well, that
1: Guitar Hero by a long shot Guitar Hero is what made a name for myself it's what I streamed when I was when I was streaming Last year, it's it's pretty much what's giving me any identity on the internet was Guitar Hero.
0: But like, the, does anyone is there is there like a small percentage of your fan base that knows you from Sonic?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I have a few friends from Sonic communities, definitely. I just know a vast majority is through Guitar Hero, but yeah, I definitely have friends who I've known for years through the Sonic communities because there are some really cool people on there.
0: And um. Now I'm not saying you actually thought about this or if you ever did it, but um was there ever a time in your life when you were like I got I'm I'm I am i i want to move away from just being the guitar hero guy and just be like the sonic guy or be something else of something else of this guy, or do you always wanna ever since you became a guitar hero player, you wanna be known as like the guitar hero guy?
1: I've gone through like phases where I get really into certain games and I go back and forth. Like I have things that I really get interested in and I really focus in on it, but I have this bad habit of losing interest too quickly. Like I've gone through phases where I was super into guitar hero Two, super into rock band drums, super into get- rock band three pro guitar Rocksmith, Smith. Um, and it's, you know, I kind of bounce back and forth on it. Like I want to be, it's not that I don't want to be known as a guitar hero player. I just like the attention, I guess, of having an audience of having people who like to follow me. I've always enjoyed that. Yeah. And so it doesn't have to be guitar hero, but it's something that I've made a name for myself and it's very easy for people to look up to me on that. Mm-hmm. And that's why for a while I was streaming clone hero. Cause it was sort of like a, Clone Heroes seemed like a fresh, a refresh. And because the community was so underground for so long, and that really brought a big uprising of people between Jason Paradise's community and Asai, Yukog Monkey, Randy Ladyman. Like, I can keep going. There's just so many great Guitar Hero streamers out there now. And, like, I wanted to be a part of that for a while, but I kind of fell off the streaming for a little bit. And now that I want to come back into it, I'm actually looking at other games yeah. Just because I kind of bounce back and forth. There's certain games that I really enjoy playing that aren't rhythm games. Even though I'm only, mostly known as a rhythm gamer.
0: But did, but were you one of the few that wasn't me, which I didn't hit this category, unfortunately. Because I've been playing for years when I never dragged out into this. But were, did you play Guitar Hero for so long that you actually learned how to play the real thing? Because you just were like, I'm playing this, but I also want to know how to play the real thing at the same time. Yeah, I
1: actually started playing guitar in two thousand six. Like, I started playing Guitar Hero in the beginning of the year, and then like halfway through the year, it kind of got me um, excited to actually play real guitar. And funny enough, a lot of people used to be harsh on Guitar Hero, like, "Oh, people aren't gonna learn to play real guitar because of this." When in the actuality, a lot of people started playing real guitar because of it. Um, yeah, I've been playing real guitar for years. I play Rocksmith on and off as well you know rocksmith right
0: yeah i used to own it for a little while and i tried playing i i actually got i actually got a bass for my birthday one year and tried to do bass but sitting in my basement right now probably collecting dust because i was i don't know i just i <clears throat> i couldn't hold the the attention span of 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 sitting in front of my tv tuning the bass to the correct alpha that the game wanted me to do it and then playing the song like the way that they wanted me to do it. I mean, it was not saying that I'm lazy, but I'm just saying that I just, I guess I didn't have the patience for it.
1: I get it. It's not for everybody. I had a lot of fun with it when I first started playing it. It kind of reminded me of playing Guitar Hero for the first time, where I had to learn the interface, and I had to learn how, you know, start with easier songs and build my way up. So Mm -hmm. I had that kind of fun with it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, like, do, do you ever thought about doing like your real music stuff as a streaming idea, as next to like the guitar hero stuff and the art gaming stuff, just to be like, I could do this, everyone check out my skills?
1: It's something I've considered. Um, I got a music theory degree, and I've got a bachelor's degree in music theory and composition, so like, I know the ins and outs of that aspect of. It's just it's hard to translate that into a streaming format. It's totally possible to do that in a YouTube format where people can watch your videos in order because music theory and writing is very similar to math in a way where you have to learn the basics before you can build on it. And it would be difficult to do a series like that streaming-wise because if people aren't watching from the beginning, they will be lost immediately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It'd be like teaching someone here's what two plus two equals. And then like, they don't watch your stream for two months. They come back and this is what advanced calculus is. Like it just would just blow their mind. It wouldn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. But we all know what two plus two actually equals. Fish. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got it. Nobody gets it besides you. I, I'm glad you got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what, um, what, what, um, Chart? Do you really, really want to chart, but you haven't gotten around to it yet?
1: One thing that I've always wanted to chart, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Let me actually take a quick look at my music library because I have a few.
0: Because there's actually one chart that uh, actually would want to send to you. I think that you would. That I think that would be really fun to chart. <laughs> if you're okay with that.
1: There's one really big chart. I know there's some full album charts I've always wanted to do. Um what was it? Let me go through.
0: Is if would you be okay if like if I like send you like a video of like this really cool guitar thing that you can chart if you're up for that?
1: I mean, that would be cool. I actually do charting commissions as yeah. well. Um it's a whole thing that the whole that the custom song community does. They have some of the charters who do commissions. Mm-hmm. So like we have this whole process where like, you know, you charge a fee to start, and then we do the song, and then you know we charge a fee and all that stuff. It's it's fun. Yeah. Just a little extra work we can do.
0: Yeah, because I have, I have two YouTube videos of guitar playing that I think that I I would love to see get charted for Clone Hero because because um, I've been watching the videos for years and. It'd be cool to play in in a in a uh, guitar clone hero way.
1: Yeah, that would I mean it'd be cool. You can you can send the videos my way afterwards. We'll see. Yeah. In um, terms of oh yeah here it is. Uh, I wanted to chart the entirety of Haken's album Visions because it is one just really long song stitched together. Yeah. And it's like seventy-two minutes of just one like super awesome. Let's. It's progressive metal, so like it's just what they do with the whole concept album setups. I think I, I have, was going, yeah.
0: I think I have their uh, some of their songs in my game.
1: Yeah, I have a few charts from them already, but I've not done anything that like big of their an entire album.
0: What? Now, now we know that the anime pack just came out for Clone Hero, like for all the anime songs. Was there a, an anime song in that pack that you're just like, oh god, why am I charting this?
1: <laughs> no i wasn't a part of that i guess you can say thankfully i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not a big anime person but i do enjoy their i do enjoy some of the music in those games uh games anime
0: so so you so you can safely say i want to see you at like ASAN or anime midwest or anything like that because because you're not
1: i'm not that into it there are certain animes i do watch some of the classics you know cowboy bebop Trigun, samurai shampoo like those ones i do watch i'm just not a big um, you're not gonna see me have a crunchy Crunchyroll, you know? Yeah. Account or anything like that.
0: So you're not into the My Hero that people are getting into?
1: No, it just never caught my interest. There are other animated shows I watch, Western animated shows.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I get that. I mean, like I'm into a lot of American cartoons too. You know, like I'm pretty sure you grew up on Sailor Moon. I'm pretty sure you loved that growing up.
1: I mean, I watched it, but I wasn't super into it. I was a DBZ guy.
0: DVZ, Dragon Ball Z, man. Everyone knows Dragon Ball Z.
1: Like, nowadays, I watch, you know, I watch Steven Universe, find that to be a great. The new DuckTales show is fantastic.
0: Tell me about Adventure Time, though. Did you watch the ending of that?
1: Oh, I loved Adventure Time. Oh,
0: man, Adventure Time, man. That was my, that's my, one of my favorite shows ever. And, And when that died, I was like, oh, why?
1: They ended it very well, though.
0: Yeah, they ended. A lot of people thought that it was going to be a a dream where Finn has been knocked out for years, and he wakes up, and that was Adventure Time.
1: No, 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 that would be the worst ending.
0: (laughs) I'm just glad it didn't go that way.
1: I hate those. It's all a dream endings. Those are.
0: I know they're the worst. Um, how about regular show? Did you connect with regular show?
1: I enjoyed regular show. I didn't follow it as closely as Adventure Time, but I did enjoy the show. I thought the ending of that was even better. I thought that was one of the best endings I've ever done for an interview
0: I think the um, the best thing to come out of regular show in Adventure Time is when they made a crossover um, in comic book form. Have you uh, heard about this?
1: No, I did not know that.
0: Yeah, in Boom Studios, the people who have the copyrights to Carson Network to make comics for them. Um, made a Venture Time regular show crossover comic six issues long. If you are interested in reading it, um, I can send you to a website that is legal and I can, um, and I are you can go to Boom Studios website or mycomicshop.com which I prefer um, and you can get the graphic novel which is all six of them click, put together for you in one book. But, um, but pretty much, it's Adventure Time and regular show crossing over, and it's the best thing ever. Oh, cool. If you're interested, I can... Oh, yeah, I'm,
1: yeah I'm I'm looking it up right now, and this is actually looks really cool.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for you, because read for yourself. You'll really like it.
1: Six-issue crossover? Is that what it is?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I definitely might look into that. I'm, I'm actually... I've I'm actually... Um, another back to the Sonic thing. I collect the new IDW Sonic comics... Really enjoying.
0: Um but which one <clears throat> which one do you like better? The original Sonic series that, that came out in the nineties and if it's still going that Or Sonic Universe or the I or just the IDW Sonic the Hedgehog comics.
1: Probably the best. Like for a while the the Archie comics were really good. And, yeah. uh, but they're you know, they had some issues with one of their one of their artist writers was like claiming copyright on the character and the whole same thing and they have to reboot the series and they had to cancel Archie comic it was a whole mess but like they built a pretty good universe um IDW is doing a really good job world building I mean they're only a year into like I think they're 14 or 15 issues in, and they've done a fantastic job building the world on it in terms of animated shows probably have to go to one of those 90s shows the sat am uh sonic show the oh. one that had jim cummings as dr robotnik
0: oh here's so, oh you like like you know the you like the sonic the hedgehog show and like like they writ like the show that was just called sonic the hedgehog and the adventures of sonic and hedgehog yeah they
1: had the one goofy one that was the adventures of sonic the hedgehog and then they had the more seriously toned one like i said with jim cummings as dr robotnik and
0: those I were great down, shows
1: they were fantastic shows. They had their own they had their own appeals. Like one of them was more goofy like mindless humor and the other one actually had some serious storylines going on and was actually really really in-depth. Got canceled because it's stupid. But um that was probably my that's probably still my favorite show, I'd say.
0: What's your what's your um thoughts on Sonic Underground, Sonic X and Sonic Boom?
1: <laughs> Sonic Underground was terrible but cheesy. Like it's it was easy to digest because it was so cheesy. Um, Sonic X, I thought was pretty good. Uh, I haven't watched it in a few years. When I used to, when I first watched it, I thought it was fantastic. But I feel like it hasn't aged well. Um, Sonic Boom can have some good humor to it. It can be a little boring. The plots can be a bit boring, but they use fourth wall humor very well, like almost Deadpool esque. It, it works well. Yeah. um it gives it gives me a chuckle every now and then i watch it still but it's it's not as good as i'd like it to be like i said the writing's a bit dull and like they can not do anything in the show for a while but they have some good one-liners they have some good fourth wall jokes
0: did you did you play sonic boom the game
1: the 3ds the 3ds game was not bad um the wii u game was trash and probably the worst sonic game of all
0: hey 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 sonic the Hedgehog 2006
1: I would put Rise of Lyric below 06. Absolutely. I absolutely think it's worse than Sonic 06. It's just that bad of a game.
0: So you put Sonic Boom above 06?
1: No, no. I put 06 above Rise of Lyric. Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric is the worst Sonic game I've ever played.
0: Is Rise of Lyric the sequel to the original Sonic Boom? Well,
1: Rise of Lyric is the name of the Wii U game. Oh. And then they made, then a different company made the 3DS Sonic Boom game, which was actually decently good.
0: Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't realize that actually. My bad. Yeah, they,
1: yeah, they made two different Sonic Booms at the same time one for 3DS and one for. I, I,
0: but like, honestly, I got, when it comes to Sonic games, I got to agree with you, Sonic Mania is really good. It's
1: fantastic. Like, I, I'm really hoping they come out with a sequel.
0: My, but you're probably, I don't know if you, hopefully you agree with me with this because my favorite Sonic game is actually one that people don't actually realize is actually really good, but it's probably, probably like a hidden gem, like a hidden gem, like of the Sonic series. But I, I tend to really, really, really like, um, Sonic Spinball.
1: Sonic Spinball does have its fans. Um, I think the problem with it is it came out at a time when other spin, uh, other pinball games were coming out. You had your Pokemon pinball, well, that was later on, but like you got Kirby's pinball, like those games were coming out around the same time, and they were, you could say better in a way. But Sonic Spinball definitely has a place. I still like playing it. it um, I'll hop on and play it every now and then.
0: What is your? You probably already said, but just to refresh my memory, just in case, what is your favorite Sonic game?
1: Sonic Mania, definitely.
0: Oh, Sonic Mania of of all games, even back to the Genesis, through the years, Sonic Mania, even even through Sonic Adventure Battle 2 Battle. Oh,
1: totally. Um, I guess I could split it and say my favorite 2D Sonic game is Sonic Mania. Yeah. But my favorite 3D Sonic game is Sonic Unleashed. That one kind of worked really well.
0: Wait, you what were your thoughts on the on the famous you know Sonic Adventure games one and two? Do you like those?
1: they're fun but they're very dated um they're a lot more buggy if people go back to play them they're a lot more buggy than you th- they're definitely locked in the late 90s early 2000s with the dialogue in the story so like it's definitely a game that you can go back and play but you can tell that it hasn't aged well like sonic not sonic uh, mario 64 is an example is a game that like hasn't aged well yeah but you can still go back and play and still have a good time that's uh-huh. how i feel about the adventure games
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like when you play it's like, Sonic's going like, "Woo, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah, stuff like that. (laughs) Like,
0: Gagabass, (laughs) woo
1: All the the crazy, like, butt rap that's in all the knuckle stages.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, I, I also, the music, though, in Sonic games, I mean, like, even though you may not like the game, the music in half of the games were, it's pretty badass.
1: Oh yeah, the adventure games with Crush 40 were fantastic. And even in the older games, uh, they had fantastic like poppy soundtracks done by Japanese pop artists. It was, it's fantastic. They they knew what they were doing and they they made it work very well.
0: Um one of my favorite tracks is the Sonic Heroes opening. That was a good song.
1: That was very well done too.
0: Um what is your favorite Sonic song that you listen to?
1: My favorite song in the series Let's see. That's actually pretty tough because there's a lot to choose. I've always been a big fan of um, shoot. What was it? I'm trying to see because I know I've really enjoyed the. Uh, you remember the Sonic Two uh, Bio Lizard boss? Not the final final boss, but the one prior where you play as Shadow.
0: Um. From uh. From uh. Sonic 2? Adventure
1: Two. Yeah, Sonic Adventure Two.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Um, the, the boss music for that I really enjoyed. Um, live and learn is a classic.
0: How can you hate live and learn?
1: <laughs> exactly. it's a classic song. The- probably my favorite song from the older games is probably sky sanctuary.
0: No, wait real quickly before you continue. If you hate, li- if you don't like live and learn, that's like saying you don't like babies.
1: <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, it's. It's a classic rock song. I mean you can't you can't not like it. You can't not rock out to that song.
0: But yeah, I know, but that r one that you said, that um yeah, Sky Sinclair sure, does that was a good song too. Um anything that Crush Forty makes for Sonic are pretty good games. Are pretty good songs. I gotta say. Well the
1: the new Sonic uh, racing game that's coming out in a few days has a crush forty as their sound. So I'm excited for that.
0: Wait, it's coming out in a few days? I believe so. A um, what's it called? Sonic, Sonic uh, Tag Team Racing, or whatever it's called.
1: Sonic Team Racing. Yeah, it comes out on the twenty first.
0: I, I should probably, I should check that out because um, I wasn't a fan of the transformed race. I liked the first one, but I didn't like the transformed one. I don't know if this one's gonna have all those goofy features in it, but um, no, no, it's
1: not. It, uh, they're they're getting away from the transformed aspect of it, I believe. I'm not. It looks like they're bringing it back to the original setup. I personally like the transform aspect of it because it kind of reminds me of Diddy Kong Racing in a little bit. But I love the racing games. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun game, especially with the soundtrack.
0: Hopefully you won't trash me for this, but I never played Diddy Kong Racing ever. <laughs> That's all right.
1: It's not a game everybody played. Um, it does, That does remind me that uh, Crash Team Racing... I think it's
0: uh, a good game. Remasters.
1: It's, it's remasters coming out soon, or not even a remaster, it's a remake, kind of like the Spiral remakes.
0: Yeah, they're making it's coming out for Switch, PS4, and Xbox, I think. Yes, and I have a Switch, so I don't know which console I'm gonna get it on if I do decide to get it. I may actually get it because I don't have any memories of me as a child playing it because I never owned a PlayStation growing up. I, I was a Super Nintendo, straight to N64 guy. But uh, I
1: I seriously think Crash Team Racing was probably the best Kart racer they've ever made. Like I like it that
0: even better to Mario Kart?
1: Yeah, because it had this whole story mode, it had the boss and like it, this is why it reminded me of Diddy Kong Racing. It has the story modes and the and the it had boss battles. You know. Like Mario Kart is very sit down, play and go, like with friends, single player. But like it, like I said, it had a story mode, it had Boss battles, like all this epic stuff happening in it, it's not just a kart race. It kind of woven everything together into one, and it just worked really well.
0: Um, what it? So, so you would say Crash Team Race, Crash Team Bat, Crash Bandicoot Racing of any sort out of all of them. Um, you would put you would put those racing games over like Mario Kart and uh, Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing and um and and, and you're a goofy racer like that not talking gran turismo or anything but you know what i yeah, mean
1: yeah yeah for kart racers i like diddy kong racing and crash team racing are like the better ones for me just because they offered more yeah you know love mario kart the death mario kart 8 on the switch i've got hours and hours and hours in that game it's fantastic but like it doesn't offer much beyond just a simple kart racer like the battle mode is eh. um but, but Diddy Kong Racing and Crash Team Racing offered the story mode aspects, the boss battle aspects, the open world aspects. I like I like that about games. I like that about those games.
0: So was it easy for you to get into Skyrim? Were you into that? Into what? When Skyrim, when you know, when Skyrim came out, and it was like, you know, this is the biggest map that you'll ever see. But by, by the way, we're in the medieval time, so you'll see dragons. Did it they...
1: Yeah, Skyrim Skyrim was fun. Um I do enjoy open world games. Uh, Breath of the Wild, Zelda Breath of the Wild, one of my favorite games of all time. Like those games
0: Um being a cartoon fan too, I mean like like you are as we are, um, are you expecting a adventure time game to be open uh open world adventure time game?
1: I'm not sure. Are they still making adventure time games with the series being over?
0: Um, the last time I, the last, I mean, video game wise, I don't know, but content wise they're, they just released like literally like a week ago, the, uh, the complete series set, you know, with every single episode on it in that book form format that they, that they released just recently.
1: Okay. Cause I remember the games used to kind of mimic Zelda games, all the game, the Adventure Time games.
0: Yeah. Um. The the one on the on the 3ds. Uh, the hey ice king why you steal my garbage that w- that wasn't like a Zelda kind of game that game was kind of confusing and I'm still trying to beat it. Um.
1: That was that one kind of mimicked Zelda 2, so people didn't really notice it because not many people played Zelda two. Yeah. But that was like sort of the game I was trying to mimic with the side the side scrolling action with the top down uh, map and all that. It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. Um, I think... I'm trying to see... Because they, they've they made... They used to make them like every year. They used to make a bunch of the games, and they kind of mimicked... They did really mimic Zelda games, which is which, not a bad thing. Zelda games are great.
0: While you're researching, uh, did you hear about Castlevania? They released the Castlevania collection just recently.
1: What collection of games?
0: Um, Castlevania 1, 2 three four um they really they basically released all the ones that came on the original nintendo the one the one that came out on the super nintendo the ones that came out on the original black and white game boy and then like this one called kid dracula which i guess is a precursor to the series because they went that front in there had no context
1: oh okay yeah that's really cool Castlevania 4 is probably my favorite Castlevania.
0: The Super Nintendo one? Yes. I think I played that one before, and I think I really liked that one, too. Because Super Nintendo is badass. I
1: will say I love the Super Nintendo. I may have been a Genesis kid, but I still like the Super Nintendo.
0: The Super Nintendo, to me... I, well, I'm going to be kind of biased, because I grew up on it. I didn't grow up on Genesis. I didn't get Genesis until I was, like, way older in my life. But, um... But the Super Nintendo for me, just growing up on it, um, with an excellent console. It sounded, it sounded great. It looked great, um, and it played, not flawlessly, but it played really, really like it. It played really, really well. And and um, when you play Genesis, not saying it doesn't sound great, but it sounds, it it sounds good for what it is because it has that, that grungy. 90s feel like what the 90s were
1: well that was the idea was genesis was supposed to be cooler than the super nintendo like they were trying to get the cool kids to play the gen that was the whole idea
0: i think Ann Corlick said it best if you didn't have a genesis you were filling the blanks
1: <laughs> yeah
0: if you see if you've seen that video before if i'm t- if you know what i'm talking about
1: I've definitely heard the saying. There's also the Nintendo, uh, Genesis does what Nintendo, like that whole thing, you know,
0: just Je- the Genesis does what Nintendo. don't. <laughs> I love that. Um, so what, besides what is your favorite, like other game outside of Sonic on the Genesis?
1: So like outside of the Sonic series.
0: Yeah, like like um, like games like Kid Chameleon or Comic Zone or not even like Ooh.
1: the King Kids Chameleon was probably my favorite non-Sonic Genesis. Absolutely.
0: That game was really good. I never beat yeah, I don't think I even made it past like the second level. Or the third I level. I ended up
1: beating it, but I only beat it on PC because I needed save state. Because there's no passwords, there's no save feature the game had this huge level tree where you're playing 50 60 plus levels but there's no save states i mean there's no save points there's no turning the system off to save your progress so like as a kid it was was impossible to beat it just because you'd have to play the game and never turn the system off and it probably took you eight to ten hours to beat that game
0: but you finally beat it, and were you satisfied when you beat it? Oh, I,
1: I was absolutely satisfied when I beat it, even though I had to use save states. But
0: um, it was,
1: it was, it's a, it's a really great game. Definitely my favorite non-Sonic Genesis.
0: How about uh, Comic Zone? What do you thought about that game?
1: I didn't really play Comic Zone. I've heard great things about it, though.
0: It's a good game. I should, I should hook you up with it. It's a good game.
1: Well, I'm also going to get the Genesis Mini when it comes out.
0: Don't you have the real thing though?
1: Not anymore, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, see, that's the that's the thing about uh, about these mini consoles. I mean, I yes, I understand HDMI strict to your television to make the games look better, but if you have the real deal, why would you spend more money if you already if you can just get that same game on the real physical cartridge and play it on the real thing?
1: Well, cartridges are getting more and more expensive as collectors scoop them up and a lot of modern TVs don't work with what old systems use. A lot of modern TVs don't even have AV anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that's why the minis are the minis are very, you know, cultivating for people is that they're plug and play. Like, oh, I just plug in HDMI cable, power, and boom, now I got all my the convenience factor get a lot of people.
0: Yeah, because um, for me, luckily, my TV has like you know, HD has two HDMI ports, one being used by a cable box, and the other one for other for all my other things. And you know the, the component ports, and other and um, and even a standard cable port that you screw into the television. It still has all that on it. I don't know. I mean, it's a Vizio and I don't know how what year the TV came out. I mean, it is a flat screen and all that, but like I don't I don't know how modern it is. But but like I don't have a like one of those fancier TVs where it's like it's it, it lost all features of being like, you know, you can't plug like anything else but HDMI in it sort of thing.
1: Yeah, those TVs still exist.
0: Um do you believe, though, that older systems should be played on tube? Or do you think that, that there's there's a there's a place for these older systems to be played on flat screen?
1: I mean, the older systems look better on tube. Mm-hmm. Def- like, when you put them on an HDMI TV, they kind of get distorted, stretched out. It doesn't look right. Yeah. But if, it depends on what you have. Like, not a lot of people have CRTs anymore.
0: What is, um, what's your setup like? Like, um, if you, if you're probably not sitting in the same room, but if you are, or if you know off the top of your head, what's your setup like? Like what you, what you have, um, got going on in your gaming room?
1: So my setup is I've got a shelf that has all my systems on it. So I've got a switch, a PS4, an Xbox one, PS three, and an Xbox 360 all on my shelf. Mm -hmm. They all link up to one HDMI box that outputs to my PC through my capture card that uh flows through a splitter one splitter goes to the TV the other splitter goes to my PC monitor mm-hmm. so i can play all my games either through my TV or through a PC monitor as well as capture them with my capture card
0: that's that's really cool
1: yeah it it was a, it was a definite setup that i really enjoy
0: What's definitely the what's the older systems that you own like from like the '90s or the early 2000s like from that
1: probably time? the oldest system we have in our house still, um, maybe the N64 is probably the oldest we have now. We used to have Genesis and Super Nintendo's, but those guys went by the wayside
0: over the. Years. Were you a fan of Turbo Graphics, or you didn't know what that was?
1: When I was younger, I didn't know what they were. I know what they are now, but I never used them. I never had the Turbo Graphics.
0: And I know, if, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pretty accurate on this, but I'm pretty sure you never had a Neo Geo ever, because or else you would have been rich.
1: <laughs> I had a Neo Geo Pocket Color. Growing up at one point. At one point.
0: Oh, well, I understand. I have no idea what
1: happened to it, but I knew I had one, and I really enjoyed it.
0: Well, I understand the Pocket Color because that was like, you know. A Game Boy competitor and basically it was just a Game Boy with with a different with different games based on their franchises and a different console with different features like a joystick which wasn't even a thing that existed until then until that point on um and all that but like I but like you know that was like the cheaper like that was cheap and it was nice and easy I'm, I'm pretty sure there was some people who had it. I, did, I definitely didn't know anyone who had it when I was growing up, but I knew that a lot of people had it because I was more off It was more common than the actual system itself. Um and
1: Neo Geo Pocket colors aren't going for too much money. Like you can see them on certain area like eBay and stuff for like two hundred dollars, but they're not like a Neo Geo level. Like,
0: do you um do you have do you no, you you said you don't have it, but like, do you have memories of the original of playing Neo Geo games and having a favorite game or such?
1: I never play. I never had the original Neo Geo, but I did remember having a Neo Geo Pocket Color. Um, I love. They had a Sonic game, which was actually fairly good. Yeah. Um, there was this card game I used to play, which was I don't even remember what it was. I used to have SNK Fighters, that was fun. Yeah. But um. There was just like card game that was on the Neo Geo Color. I don't remember what it was called, but I used to remember playing that a lot. The Sonic game was probably my favorite one though. I only had three games ever for the system. It was those three games: SNK Fighters, this card game, and then Sonic Pocket Adventure.
0: So, but you, but you have no memories. Have you even gone to the arcade?
1: No,
0: what? no. Um, I my my I. Uh... Are you into you into um? Are you into emulating like emulators? Yep,
1: yeah, I like emulation.
0: Yeah, but oh, let me hook you up with a Neo Geo emulator, and um, send you some games and tell me what you think. I think you'll really like it if you're down.
1: Yeah, sure. I have uh, a Neo Geo, I have a Neo Geo Pocket Colors emulator because I wanted to re- replay those games again, but I don't have a Neo Geo.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll hook you up with one. I think um, I think you'll find some. It's mostly a lot of them are fighting games because you know the Neo Geo was a fighting game console. It has other games too, like the classic Mouse Slug games that I'm pretty sure you have even heard of. Yeah, everyone knows those games. Um, if you're like a you know hardcore gamer, but um, hook you I'll hook you up with a Neo Geo emulator. Um, hook you up with some good games on there, and uh, let me know what you think. You know.
1: Oh, totally. That'd be cool.
0: So, um, circling back to Guitar Hero, um, what is your favorite Guitar Hero game as of 2019?
1: Probably my favorite Guitar Hero and, game.
0: And I'm am, I'm am throwing in DJ Hero 1 and 2 on top of that, just just because, you know, it's part of it now.
1: I always hold Guitar Hero 2 close to me, because that was a game I spent the most time with. But I find it hard to say that I would go back to it over any other game, like... Really, Clone Hero is probably my favorite Guitar Hero game to play just because of the customability, the open access of it, and it's very user-friendly, plus the wide variety of game, of charts for it. So I'd probably say Clone Hero, but in terms of official games, I probably would go back to Guitar Hero 2.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, really, that's really cool. I mean, um, for me... Um, Clone Hero is really, really good, and I really, really like it, um, it's probably one of the, my favorite things ever, because, you know, it's like the godsend of Guitar Hero it has all those, has all the set lists from every single game ever, and, um, and all of its DLC on top of that, but, um, if we're talking, like, official, I got, I gotta say that, um, Guitar Hero Smash Hits is probably my favorite game out of, like, I love Guitar Hero 2. Like, I love that game. That game is amazing. Um, I didn't, I don't have the, P. I had the Xbox 360 version because the only difference between that version and the PS2 version is that there's just a once-on difference that they just were like, oh, we're not putting this on in this version, we're putting it in this version. But that once-on is in Smash Hits anyway, so it doesn't matter which version that you get, it comes to you needless for Smash Hits anyway. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> I, the reason, reason being why Smash is my favorite is because that's the one I recommend to everyone because, uh, yes, it's not the original recordings or whatever from the games that they were from, but, but it gives them an idea of what was in those original games and make, and would probably get them interested to be like, oh, this is when this was Guitar, these were where, these were in Guitar Hero 1, maybe I'll go by Guitar Hero 1 and go check out their song, the rest of the songs that are in that game. You know, it's kind of like, I kind of think of it as like a preview window for anyone who's getting new to the series. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I I like... Yeah. uh, No, I'm sorry, but I like how they Easter egged uh, Guitar Aerosmith in there because I feel like if they didn't add at least one song from Aerosmith in there, it would be incomplete.
1: Yeah, I mean... They had to include everything. You know, it wouldn't be Smash Hits if it didn't include it from every game.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it, um, yeah, it was basically, they should have made it, they should have made a follow up and caught and made a game and made, um, Guitar Hero Smash Hits 2, where it was everything from World Tour all the way to Guitar Hero Wars a Rock. That would have been epic.
1: They did have a lot of games in that span with all the spinoffs.
0: And and they could even add uh and technically they could add songs from DJ Hero One because some songs on that game did have guitar in it. They play. And the
1: on tour games as well.
0: That too, which I which um I'm not I'm, I'm not even joking when I say I own them all. I own them all. Like I own every single Guitar Hero game that came out on console. I own all the ones that came out on the DS. Even Band Hero, even though everyone says that game sucks. But I like it. What's your thoughts on Band Hero? Do you think that game sucks, or do you actually, or is it is it actually a decent song list for you?
1: Band Hero didn't really do anything for me personally, but I knew the demographic it was going after. It wasn't going after people like me. It was going after kids, you know, introducing them into the Guitar Hero series, which I thought that was really cool that they were trying to introduce little kids and getting families involved in the playing the games. Mm-hmm. Rather than being the hardcore metal set list and the heavy rock and roll and Guitar Hero Metallica and all that stuff, like it was a step back, and it was a little more open for a different audience.
0: But the uh, the thing I find funny about about that whole thing that you just said though is that you know as you know eventually down the road they they had the import so you can import songs from our Guitar Hero games into the into Guitar Hero Five and Band Hero, and Warriors yeah. of Rock
1: yeah so look it kind of was just like oh you want to complete your set list just do this but like the game itself on its own i understood why they created
0: yeah but but no the thing i find funny about about what you said about explaining about Hero about getting kids and doing all that stuff i like how how um the metallica import came out during the Hero 5 and guitar 5 era before warriors of rock came out because because you could because remember how uh, it had a karaoke mode in the game right I like I like how it was like meant for like the, the on set list songs to be like like so you can sing like the beautiful soul together, but I like how you could just like have all of like these fun, bubbly looking stages and then you go like like you could you could like bring on the metallica and be like 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 here that battle raining <laughs> Yeah, it
1: doesn't quite fit in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like 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 Maul like, like 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 hey there Whatever city mall, we're going to give you one by Metallica. <laughs> oh man Yeah Um what Oh I got I, um I could probably tell you I could probably tell you this off the top of my head cuz I remember them all but what are your favorite venues that you like that are like the venues that you choose by default I,
1: I always like choosing Stonehenge and GH2 um, there were a few venues in World Tour I enjoyed because of the whole tool aspect. It. Yeah. Like Lateralis had some had a cool venue I believe it's been a while since I played the game.
0: And, um, real quickly um for me, um Guitar Hero one I always I always play my favorite venue that I always choose is the toxic uh music tour um, stage. In Guitar Hero Two, I always choose the um, the uh, the the summer festival stage with the with the motorcycle guy jumping over the crowd. Um, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Guitar Hero Three, I it, my favorite venue in Guitar Hero Three is the first ever one, the one where you're playing in the in the person's backyard. Um, Guitar Hero Aerosmith, my favorite. Vi- No, wait, in 80s. I forgot 80s. In 80s, my favorite one is the same one from 2. It's just reskinned to be in the 80s. And I I like the one in 80s even more than the one in Guitar Hero 2 because in 2, it's called Vein's Rap Tour. But in the 80s version, it's called the No Drugs Tour, which is, I love that to death because I'm straight edge and that just makes sense for me. And so I was like... So that's what makes it my favorite. Um. Yeah, guitar through the backyard. Um, Aerosmith. It's the um, it's that uh that that Max's Kansas City venue. Um, I really like. Um. In, in a world tour is the far is the state fair, venue. Um, and Smash Hits, I really like the the London sewage system thing, which I didn't even know was a wonder of the world until that game came out. Um, Guitar Hero Five, I really like the uh, the uh, the Autobond, the not the Autobond venue, but the venue where 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 you're in the where you're on the racetrack with all the underground cars. Um, DJ. Dj hero I don't have a favorite venue because I don't play that game often enough um band hero I really like the the club lanoza venue with the pool <laughs> I know it's bubbly but whatever um <laughs> and in uh in Warriors a rock I really like the uh the the metallic lab the, which was you know the echo Tesla venue in the game um Hopefully you're interested by that. Hopefully I didn't bore you with all that.
1: No, it is interesting because a lot of people don't normally, you know, look at the venue as an important thing, but it's kind of cool to see some people who actually do.
0: Yeah, because because I'm not one of those people that goes like, I know there's a lot of people. Probably you do this all the time. Where like, where it's like, I don't care about that. I just gonna jump the quick play and boom, there's the song. But but I'm such a detailed and created creative person. Obviously not creative enough to chart my own songs, but you know, but like I'm such a detailed creative person that like like um when I play the game I go into the career mode, I go I check I, I choose, you know, my file, I choose my, my difficulty, um, I choose my character and and for me specifically in Guitar of Three, I choose to actually Steel with the black and red and then the guitar being the the shark eating the guy's arm. That's my personal preference. And then, um, and in World Tour and Up, I just use myself because I made myself because you can do that. Um, but like, have, did you did you ever made yourself or made anyone in the future games that that's like that you look back at, at now and be like, I made that?
1: <laughs> um, well, in terms of like character creation or
0: yeah in the term of character creation
1: yeah there i mean i did kind of make myself in the rock band as a character like just because i you know when you're playing online and bands and everything it's always good to make your own but like in terms of set character to play as and all that stuff in guitar hero 2 i always did that where i would always play as top hat iggy sparks with the zach wild guitar and stonehenge for some reason i just always had to do that with that game but after that game i kind of stopped doing the whole specific thing and just like you said jump into quick play was just what i did after that although in rock band i always like playing as duke of gravity if i wasn't playing as my own character mm-hmm. because the duke of gravity is awesome
0: the um the you probably know this from being such an avid fan for years, and I also know this because of me just playing it, but, dude, have you seen the Guitar Hero Metallica character list after you unlock everyone? God, it's like... It's, there's like five variations of every character. There's the there's like, you know, all the regulars from like... Because, you know, when World Tour came out, everyone who's ever been in a Guitar Hero game ever just became defaults. And so they put them all in there. And on top of that, they add all the members of Metallica... And then on top of that, they added five versions of them in there. And then they added all the people that were guesting in the game, like Lemmy and all of them. And then they even added more characters that were unnecessary. And it was just like. And then on top of that, your created characters. Like, isn't that, isn't that crazy for just one game just to have that many characters?
1: I mean, it's just a please. Please the fan base, I suppose, to have that many characters to choose as.
0: Did, when when you saw that though, for the first time we were like whoa that's a lot of characters ever ever you like that's pretty cool
1: yeah I thought it was really cool because um I don't see anything wrong with having a larger character list so like having more options for people to be who they want to be I see no issue and like I think it's pretty
0: um do you play um I don't think I I kind of feel bad because I remember following you back in the day on a plane. But like, were you do you play Guitar Hero on PS on PlayStation or Xbox?
1: I played um, mostly on the Xbox side of things just because most of my friends were on Xbox Live rather than PS. Um, but now with the whole Clone Hero thing, everything's PC.
0: Because I was gonna say, um, if you want to share gamer tags, you want to play sometime.
1: I haven't had Xbox Live Gold in a long time though. <laughs>
0: yeah, me either. Uh, I actually after...
1: online so much it just, you know, kinda of faded off. I really don't even turn my Xbox One on anymore.
0: I after I got my PS four, I just slowly got I slowly just dragged out of um of uh my gold. Like I let my gold expire and I just and after it expired I just bought my PlayStation online for my PS4. And I just slowly graduated to the PS4 after my gold expired. <laughs> um, so here's, here's something that I want to ask them. Um, are you into wrestling?
1: No, I mean, when I was younger, I was a little bit into WWF at the time, but like I fell out of it pretty quickly though. It, it never piqued my interest beyond when I was like 10, 11 years old.
0: Because, um, the games, you know, the Dota E2K games, their creative features are out of this world. <laughs> like, the game, the game is such, it's so hands-on these days, it's crazy, like, 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 you can make your own arenas now. Like, I'm not saying from, like, this, from, like, from nothing to something humongous, but you can, like, you can, like, make your own stages, your own rings, crowd types lighting, all this create, uh, unfortunately you still can't do Empty Arena, which I wish I you can do, but, um, but like, you can, you can like, you can like get, get hands on of like making that, you can make your own characters, you can, uh, make you can make your own universe, which means like you can make your own shows, and pay-per-views, and what's gonna happen when, and all that, like it's crazy, I mean, of course, you know, Obviously, you gotta be a hardcore to figure out what's going on and how it all works, but it's a it's a very very creative game if you're into creative, being creative, and a hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah, I like
1: games that give you that that ability, the creative ability to do that. Like the new Smash Brothers game, like giving you the ability to make your own arenas, stuff like that. I always find cool.
0: You can um. Oh, they kept the create a a stage feature in the new Smash Brothers?
1: Yeah, that was an update they did about a month ago, and people went to town on it with memes. It's kind of hilarious.
0: Uh, When it comes to Smash Brothers and memes, they're like hand in hand.
1: I mean, that's obvious.
0: Same with Clone Hero. Same with anything that gets popular. There's always a meme. There's always the meme machine that falls behind it. Absolutely. Same with no. I'm gonna even say with even with WWE. I've seen, you know, I know some of the things I have seen. I've seen I mean, Miss, What?
1: I mean, the John Cena meme is just its own thing at this.
0: No, I've seen people create Mr. Krabs in the game. <laughs> like,
1: oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, that's that's to be expected.
0: Yeah, like people, like people are so good at creating characters in the game. They know how to morph the characters that look like one thing. But when you actually play it as them, it's kind of buggy and weird. Because, you know, they're morphed in such a... Weird-esque way. But it's... But seeing stuff like that is pretty funny. But also kind of cheating. Because cause they're... Because those are the people who hack the game somehow. To be, like... Cheating... A cheating mess. But... That's just me. Um... <clears throat> what... What's your favorite game right now that you're playing? That you're playing right now?
1: The one game that I've been playing a ton of at the moment, I think for the past six to eight months, is a Steam game that was in alpha and beta for a while called Descenders, which is a procedurally procedurally generating uh, downhill mountain biking game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I found out about it at PAX East in 2018. Uh, one of the indie showcases mm-hmm. and instantly got hooked and the game actually fully released uh, just a couple weeks ago yeah and yeah, it's, i don't know what it is about it like if it's i remember i used to play trials back in the day and that was like the biking games i used to play but for some reason about this game i've been like addicted to it
0: that's really cool and,
1: yeah the idea that it's procedurally generated where like every stage is just brand new kind of like let's replay value become unlimited.
0: Um, I no, that's really cool. And I want to, I want to ask you about, um, About the, what was it? The, the video that I, that I found that helped me reconnect with you. So somebody asked, so I don't know if you've seen this video. You probably have, cause you it probably has been sent to you because, uh, it, you're involved in it, but, um, Somebody made like a video on Through the Fire like on the on the progression of Through the Fire and Flames, like and um and like, you know, how hard it was and it took how it took forever for someone to FC it finally, it's how Chris chi came in and did it, but um but they talked in the video about you and him just I don't know you guys I don't think weren't like fighting over over who was gonna do it first, but I think like it was you and him and it was, you're going to be, it was a situation where like he was, you're going to do it first or you were going to do it first.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually kind of helped put input into that video. Cause he was asking me a bit of, a bit of questions about how that all went down. That guy does his research. His videos are fantastic. Cause he really nails the research down. Yeah. But, um, the feud with me and Chris was short lived for me personally. Um, he was going after for a while i jumped my hat into the ring for a little while but i kind of was falling to the rock band side of things i was starting to play rock band drums and going after that stuff so like the through fire and flame thing i kind of had interest in it shortly but i moved away from it mm-hmm. like i my my hat fell out of that race very early on
0: if it kept going this way on the wrestlemania <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chris Chuck versus hell ashes at wrestlemania for the belt <laughs> That would be interesting. It's going down. <laughs> I would pay to see that. <laughs> but no, um, you, you you told me a few days ago through our personal chats that you did meet Chris Chike and he was a really awesome guy. Um, is there anything that you can share that you guys talked about that was that was really cool?
1: No, we didn't really like do too much talking because what happened was um, a sigh. Um at TwitchCon. He rented out an office space and just invited tons of guitar hero guys and we all crammed together in one room and just played clone hero like crazy on and I met a lot of people for the first time at TwitchCon last year. Mm-hmm. Um Chris Chike was one of them. Like it was just really awesome to see this guy that I've known for about over a decade and meeting him in person. But like online we had our feuds and all that, but like in person, he's really chill. I was, I'm a really chill person in per uh, in real life. So, like, we didn't really have too much discussion between each other, but it was just nice to finally, you know, meet the face for real. I feel like it's like- a lot. It's a lot different talking to somebody in real life than it is to talk through, you know, an instant mess. Yeah,
0: because um, you know, we can we can uh we can we can see on the side of Chris Chikes on path. Usually when it comes to Guitar Hero players, for some reason or another, um, I don't know if I'm going in this direction, but um, a lot of Guitar Hero players seem to just slowly migrate from Guitar Hero to DDR. You haven't made that. Is there a reason?
1: Well, it depends on the players. Uh, Chris Chike was a DDR player long before he played Guitar Hero. He He um, was one of the best in the world. I mean, he was... I think he was number one last year in one of the world tournaments. But he migrated to Guitar Hero just because he enjoyed it and then he just destroyed the game. The guy has absolute insane natural ability at rhythm games. He can just walk into a rhythm game and just annihilate it. So yeah. I think just what he did with Guitar Hero, he walked in, destroyed it, I'm done, I'm going back to DDR. Um, what other? I'm trying to think of what other p- players went from Guitar Hero to DDR. Because Chris Chike was a DDR player beforehand.
0: Do you how where do you um do you consider Chris Chik like a hero in your eyes to rhythm gaming? You think?
1: I mean, he definitely inspired people for sure because of his ability. Like, he was just that good.
0: How about to um, how about to you though? I mean, like, who who's your no? Be, sorry to cut you off of what you were trying to say, but like, um, who who is your personal rhythm game hero? I'd be like, I wanted to be like like. Like, I watched his stuff, and I want, I don't want, it's not like I'm trying to be better to him, but I want to, hopefully, I can impress this guy one day with my great Guitar Hero rhythm game skills.
1: What's interesting is I started really early in the Guitar Hero days, and I was really not even in that far into rhythm gaming back. There were a few people that, like, this is pre YouTube um where i there's people who had these google videos where they were playing guitar hero one and doing some insane stuff for the time like i there's no specific person but like there are some people who would put videos up that i'm like dude i want to be as good as that guy like i don't remember who it was but it was just like i'd see some of these crazy videos like people fight like back in the day five starring cowboys from hell was impressive or on un- you know doing the swap magic to get triple in your game and passing that was an achievement seeing people doing that kind of got me to step up a little bit but at the same time there were people on score zero that i looked up to in the very beginning um es942 was a popular one crimson monkeys uh priest mlh wolfie these are people i actually got to meet in real life at one point which was great yeah um but like, there's nobody I really looked at and said, "I want to be as good as him." I wanted to get to his level, because mm-hmm. they didn't really exist back then. Because this was the early days. This was Guitar Hero One being the only game for Guitar Hero at the time.
0: So, so you're saying like, um, so so you're saying it wasn't really a one person who who inspired your um, your. Uh, your playing, it was an era that inspired your playing.
1: Yeah, it was like an era of like the people who came before me, um, because it was still early on. Guitar Hero One came out in the end of two thousand five. I started playing it in March of two thousand six, so like it only been out for a few months. So like the people from the very very beginning, I looked up to, but it didn't get too far beyond that. I I supp- so, so um, do. So
0: you- so I'm so I'm pretty sure a lot of people know your name at this point. Like everyone, like can say like Hell Ashes, he's the bomb. He's the he's the effing man. Is there? Is there a? Um, is there like a? Whatchamacallit call it? Like a guy out there who is like, I'm out there to to necessarily destroy Hell Ashes and be better than him. Was there that guy who ever came up to you who ever said that to you? Ever? There
1: was, you know, back in the day when I was um at my heyday, back, you know, probably like ten years ago, but you know, when you were the best at the game, like people wanted to overcome you. There was a lot of back and forth between a lot of people on Score Hero. You know, me overcoming a certain person, people overcoming me. It was a it was a lot of back and forth. I don't think it was ever malicious. I think it was just friendly competition.
0: Yeah, because but,
1: yeah, just it's just the way it was back then. Like, I wanted to be better than you at this song and like the race for FCs, you know, first person to FC Jordan, first person to FC through to Fire and Flames, like it was all friendly competition. I don't think there was anything malicious about any of it. I
0: right. I just wanna let you know right now, I was never uh, in the past, even now, I'm I was I'm never like or was ever like I gotta be better than Hell Ashes or Chris Chike or guitar Guitar Fien- guitar hero phenom, or any of them. I was never like that towards you or any of them. I was, I was always like, you guys are the man. You guys keep those titles. You know, I'm never going to be that level unless I really, really take the time and the effort to do it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot
1: of people like that where they just enjoyed. they were they were along for the ride. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed the the comp.
0: Because, because honestly, man, no, you're you're the man. And I really I really liked your playing oh I really liked your guitar hero playing, I guess I can put it. It was really good. I I haven't seen much of your F C work because I always followed you on the forums and you never really shared any of your F C videos really, but I for I for messages and what I've seen for everything, you're just the bomb, man.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that. It's just because you know I haven't really been as active as I used to be, so I appreciate that people still like that still like you know appreciate what I've done.
0: I just want to let you know that we've been doing this for an hour and twenty eight minutes, almost an hour and a half.
1: It doesn't feel that long.
0: It doesn't feel that long. Um, I guess the. I guess the. uh, The final question I can ask, um. 'Cause I don't know what time zone are you on, I'm just wondering.
1: I'm in the eastern time zone.
0: Alright. Oh, so you, you live on the you live on the east coast? Yep. Let me guess. Let me let me guess. Don't, don't tell me, don't tell me. Um New York. Yep, yeah, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Dang
1: it. I was right.
0: <laughs> I'm from Chicago, by the way.
1: Oh cool. I have a few friends who live in Chicago.
0: Um so I mean like I, I guess I guess the, the the big that big old final question I can I can ask is um what 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 has been your favorite moment from the day that you started playing to right now that you that you just love and just you just love about Guitar Hero and your fan base? and and like what what do you want to do in the future and what is that one moment too that you look at that's like yeah that's this was like my best thing ever
1: i think it's a, an obvious answer for like the best moment was just the whole jordan fc the build up the community that supported me behind him when it finally happened just the explosion of like just it like gets done it's over with and just the aftermath of the amount of like praise and congratulations I got afterwards, just hundreds, like hundreds of people commenting on my my achievements, threat, and score hero about like the whole journey through it all. It was that was definitely by far my favorite moment.
0: Um, that that's that's really cool. Um, do, is the Jordan FC video still on uh, YouTube?
1: Um, it's on someone else's account, um, on Toy Machine's account, he still has the video up of the original FC, because I was streaming at the, so I didn't have, I wasn't recording it myself. My video, I have a re-FC video, that's my most viewed video on my channel, obviously. But, um, that one's still up. It's better quality, because the Ustream days, like, was like, um, like, three frames a second. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 180p video
0: i just um if you're wondering yes i have a youtube channel yes i did upload guitar hero stuff they're not like you know capture or anything they're like camera facing the tv sort of crap Um, yeah that's
1: what we did back in the day
0: and um for me um (laughs) probably the most proudest guitar Hero video i've ever uploaded it's probably me just passing through the fire and flames on base on expert, because I can do that. That's the only thing an on expert I can do and pass.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, everybody's got their skill level that they look at. And like, I, I hate it when people like to compare someone who, you know, to that person doesn't seem like it's that big deal. Everybody has their skill level. Everybody has their challenges and just anybody who can get over a challenge. It's that's great.
0: Um, If you, if I, my my videos aren't anything too spectacular, but if you want to check them out, I'll I'll um I'll shoot you over my YouTube channel if you like. That'd be cool. Yeah. So um I'll send you the songs I I was talking about earlier about the songs I would love to see charted, and I'll shoot you over my YouTube channel and um that other thing I forgot I was sent, told you I was signed. Oh yeah, the emulator for the Neo Geo. Um. But yeah. Um. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 52 of Cyber Timebite. Um, you can follow me at, uh, on, on Facebook at Cyber Timebite. Follow me on Twitter at NostalgiaFamp. Buy my merchandise at RedBubble.com, where even you, Hell Ashes, guitar player god of them all, sort of, um, knows that even when you play Guitar Hero, the spork owns them all. You use a spork Don't lie
1: (laughs) I have used a spork
0: It's the best right
1: It's very convenient
0: (laughs) Oh god (laughs) How about you Where where can people find you
1: Where can people find me Well you can either find me uh, On my My youtube channel hellashes uh, my Twitter, hell underscore ashes, or my Twitch, x hell ashes.
0: That's, um, that's in them all.
1: Yeah, those are the three main ones that I stick with YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch.
0: Man. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, with all this, it'd be really funny if you bought my smart t shirt and you wore it on the stream and be like, yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah. spork. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm not, I'm not forcing to buy it. I'm just saying that'd be really cool. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, everyone, and I hope all of you have a fantastic day.